show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. What's up, man? How you guys doing? Really good, man. Guys, it's an honor and a pleasure, sir. Both of you guys, Daniel and Anthony, for me to be on this Hive Mind, this webinar, this live podcast. Definitely, definitely a pleasure, man. I appreciate each and everything you guys do. I love being around you guys. I love the support that you guys do. So, guys, truly, truly honored to be here. No, no, thank man, you for being here, man. I know this is going to be a really good one. Um, so, I guess, how, how should we kick this thing off, man? You want to take a little stroll down uh, memory lane? And, yeah, uh, man. I mean, right one, I think it's my first time being live on High Mind, man, so that's why I'm so excited to be here. This know, is you, yeah, if you guys know, um, If you guys know Charles, man, Charles likes to talk. I do. I keep <laughs> going and keep talking and keep talking, man. He loves to be doing these uh, these live podcasts. But, man, again, my first time live with High Mind. I appreciate you guys, and I'm, I'm down for whatever, man. So, Yeah, this is going to be a fun one, man. I wanted to just uh, do a quick intro on you. Yeah. Uh, you, you helped me out when I first started, before I even had my first contract. I went into Ooh, the old days, man. Yeah, you guys started. You walked me through some things, planted some seeds in my mind. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about this one right here, man. You've been doing this a lot longer than me, like I said. And uh, you helped me uh, grow my wings. You and Charles, you know, never, never didn't take the time out for me. And I really appreciate that, man. So I think you're the man that needs no introduction if you're from San Antonio, if you know what a sub two is. But uh, why don't you give us a little background, man? Tell us uh, how you got to where you are right now. But first, let's go back on that, man. When when was we first met? How how far back was that? I've been in. I remember, you coming in I remember you coming into the old office. Yeah, I was just in over. Um, I've just hit over three years right now, mm-hmm. so it had to be two and a half, three years ago. Two and a half, three years, man. Yeah, I tell you what, man, you accomplished a lot, man, in three years, man. So kudos to you, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, but so let's let's get in. Let's get on with it. Oh, man, I always like talking about the, the past, man, because the past tells you where you're at now, right? Yeah. It shows you where you've been, where you're at, where you're going. So for me, if you guys haven't had the pleasure of meeting myself, my name is Mike. I like to go by Mr. Hustle because I am the definition of turn up the hustle, right? So Mr. Hustle, uh, born and raised here in San Antonio, man. So just a quick, quick background for you guys who are for the first timers. Uh, man, I grew up in, in the humble parts if you want to use that word, the humble parts of San Antonio. And my dad actually had nine kids, man. 
nine kids and I am number seven of nine. So being seven of nine kids and uh, my dad's actually from Mexico. My dad came over from Mexico uh, when he was young and my mom and my mom's so awesome. And my mom, she's actually hard of hearing, right? So she's deaf. So a lot of people don't know this about me. I can have a full blown conversation in sign language, right? We can have a full blown conversation. Yeah. I actually bought a house in sign language, man. Uh, someone referred me to a seller who wanted to sell quick. Thing is, he couldn't talk, couldn't speak, couldn't hear. So we did a full blown conversation in sign language, right? So wow. my dad and my parents both, you know, humble beginnings. You know, uh, my mom finished high school, my dad not so much. So when growing up, it was minimum wage, right? Minimum wage jobs. Um, and when you have nine kids and I'm seven of nine, and it was tough living, right? So the whole housing, food stamps, Medicare, it's like standard. I thought I was normal growing up. And then, um, you know, I joined after high school. I was like, man, there has to be more than this, man. There has to be more than this. So after high school, three days after high school, I went to the Army. And I think some people know that. Some people don't know that. But I went to the Army three days after high school, and uh, I actually did it for 12 years. So I was in the Army for 12 years. On the eighth of the twelfth year is when I started real estate with Charles, right? With Charles. Hey, man, thank you for your service, man. That's know, a, man. Yeah. Thank you for your support. No, my dad was in the army. Uh, he was over in Vietnam, so I don't want to just breeze right by that, man. Thank you so much for putting you know, twelve years, thank you for your support, back in the Yeah, twelve years, and the whole turn up the hustle mentality came back from a long time ago. So being eighteen years old, right? Being eighteen years old and uh, being in the army, man, the salary is like $25, 30 grand a year. At that point, man, I thought I made it, you know, 30 grand a year. I made it. You know, I'm doing good for myself. You get all the benefits from the Army. You get medical. You get dental. You get all kinds of stuff, right? So I figured, like, I, I made it, man. I made it. I was happy. And then something clicked in my brain, man. In the Army, we go in in the Army at 5 in the morning, right? We work out. We do what we do. And then by the time we're done with the day, it's about 6.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. 5 a.m. to 6 p.m., pretty much Monday through Friday. And I noticed, man, the more I hustled, I still get the same pay. I still get the same salary, right? Yeah. And then to Iraq, man. So we can never go to Iraq, right? And I was there for 15 months in Iraq. And it was the same thing, man. You know, now I'm away from my family in Iraq in a whole different country. And it's still salary pay, man. No matter at that point, now you're risking your life, man. Um, and I don't get too much into the military, but getting shot at, you know, getting blown up at, it's not fun, man. And then especially when you're still getting the same salary pay. Wow, insane! Isn't that crazy? That's like a, a. I don't think people can fathom what that. So you hear people say it like, like this on the podcast, right. and uh -huh. it sounds like, man, that's crazy. But no, really think about it. Like us, and we go out. We can access food, water, electricity, whatever we want at any given moment. Right. But like, there's never the fear of something coming over the clouds. You know, to, to end your day. You know, so that's incredible. Man. Yeah. So every day was a, a wake up, a wake up call, man. You know, is today going to be the day, right? So I'm in the army and I'm in Iraq and I'm like, man, the end of the month, you get the same salary. I come back and uh, eventually uh, uh, my last duty station was Fort Sam Houston. And you guys are, don't know, San Antonio is the home of military city. It's where we're nicknamed because we have five bases here, right? We have five bases, including Lackland, which is the biggest Air Force base. So when I came back home to San Antonio, really Fort Sam Houston, our first thing was I wanted to buy a house. So yeah. I bought my house. I went through the steps. I was like, man, that was pretty cool. Looking at different houses, thought nothing of it. Um, and then I met Charles, right? And I met Charles, and Charles like, hey, man, why don't you become a realtor? I was like, a realtor? I'm like, no, man, I already work 5 in the morning. By the time I get off, at 6 p.m. I'm not looking to do something else afterwards, man. I'm going to do this for 20 years. Um, and he kept pursuing me, kept pursuing me. And then he said this. He goes, well, let me pay for your realtor license, 
And I said, well, hey, free money is good money. So if someone's going to pay for my realtor license, man, let me at least look into this thing, right? Yeah. So I got my realtor license while I was in the Army. Um, and I got it done like in two months. And I did my first deal, right? And when I did my first traditional realty, no investments, when I did my first deal, uh, the commission was like $6,000, right? Oh. Which was more than my monthly Army uh, salary. And okay. that's when it clicked in my head, man. That's when I clicked in my head. Now that I'm have an opportunity to make my own money, if I turn up the hustle, the more money I'm going to make. And that's where the mentality came from. And, and uh, so, yeah, my first year as a realtor, I actually did 55 transactions. And that's actually, if you guys aren't unaware of traditional realty, 55 transactions in one year, it's pretty impressive. I was well, going to say, dude, pretty impressive. full-time job and you did 50 real estate transactions? 55 transactions while I was still active duty in the Army, man. So when people say, hey, man, time? bro, money was my time. Remember, <laughs> it was my first time experiencing good money, right? Yeah. I was, used, I was so used to six grand a month in the Army. So when I was closing a real estate deal and I made six grand doing real estate, compared to getting shot at, compared to getting yelled at, you know, all this stuff that you go through the army. I was like, man, I can do this easily. So then my second month, I did two or three deals. And that's when the $20,000, $25,000 month started coming in. I was like, man, this is, this is where, this is my calling, man. Real estate's my calling. One, it was fun or it is fun. Two, it's good money, right? Three, you get to learn, network. Four, you're helping people buy a house, sell a house. And then it all went down from there, man, from flipping houses to, to where we're at now with HBHS. Yeah, it feels good, man, to connect somebody with the property. It does. Bond, yeah. To like, yeah, get them in, maybe into a situation that they could have uh -huh. got one other way. It's cool, man. I like. I really enjoy this business. I so, do too. Dude, you're freaking crushing it. You're running. You're working two full-time jobs. Uh, you know. So what's next for you? Oh, I love it, dude. Let me take a drink real quick. My my throat's parched, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also live on IG, man. So everyone, on IG, uh, real quick, if you guys don't mind, I am live with my boy Anthony and Hive Mind. If you guys don't know about Hive Mind, you need to jump into it. Hive Mind is where it's at. Guys, we'll talk about the uh, high mind, but let me take my drink first. <laughs> mm -hmm. So as a realtor, I was making the money, right? Making money, making money. I was like, cool. But then I had a dilemma. My dilemma was, what am I going to do with the Army? Because mind you, once I did my uh, 12th year, I was very, I was in a stuck in a position like, do I do the Army or do I get out? And if you guys don't know, once you're past 10 years in the Army, it's all downhill from there. Because in the Army, if you do 20 years, I joined at the age of 17. So when you do 20 years at the age of 37, I would be considered retired, get a check for the rest of my life and have the medical benefits and, the, and all the dental benefits and everything that comes with it. Yeah. Uh, but I say, man, you know, it's just the salary mindset versus my own money mindset. That was a big difference. And that's what really clicked in my head. Like, Hey, real estate's for me and I'm going to move forward with real estate. That's the whole purpose of mindset. And I know you're like that way. Everyone who's pretty much in the real estate uh, world, is in the same mindset for the most part. No, heck yeah, dude. I, I think you have to have something that drives you um, other than, I think, even the money sometimes, right? right. But, but without that money, you can't do anything. That's true, man. <laughs> without that money, you can't do anything. Hands are tight behind your back. So, yeah, man. So that's where we're at, man. And then, you know, back then, we're doing a lot of real estate. I'll be honest with you, man. I do want to share something. Now, I don't consider myself a guru or influencer or anything like that, but if you hear another influencer say, "Hey, man, stack the money, save the money," man, I'm one of the, I'm one of the ones that's a little different, man. Yeah. What I mean by different was when I made that money, I'd be honest, with you, man, I spent it. I spent it on dumb stuff, right? Cars, uh, jewelry, fashion clothes, and I think it became because of my mindset, man. Where I grew up was, when I grew up, you know, I would wear the hand-me-downs. So the hand-me-downs is what I like to say. 
Meaning, yeah. remember, seven of nine kids. Meaning, uh, my parents would shop at Goodwill, right? But they would shop at Goodwill for my brother, and my brother's one year older than me. So when he was done with them, then I would get his clothes. So it's the hand-me-downs to the hand-me-downs. And I think that's what, I don't know, everyone grows up differently, man. So in my mindset, if you guys don't know, I love Gucci. I love Balenciaga, Louis Vuitton. Expensive cars. Expensive cars. And I think <laughs> it just grows with how you grow and how, you, uh, how you're raised, man. Yeah. So with that being said, man, I blew my money like crazy, man. Because I was so used to the army money. I was felt secured my army money. So when that money was coming, I was blowing at the clubs and jewelry and, you know, cars and clothes. And people would say, hey, don't do that. I actually say, go ahead and do it. That's a little different for me. I say, hey, if you're starting off real estate and you're wholesaling, whether you think this is the right uh, advice or not, I say, go ahead and blow the money. Why? To let it out of your system. Have your fun. Have your thing. And that's what we want to do. If you're working and you're making money, have fun, right? You do your first wholesale, you have fun. Now, don't go blow it all like I did. But nonetheless, have fun. Eventually, start getting that stuff out of your system and then get controlled and then start doing more business. Yeah, no doubt, dude. I, I, I grew up as a, a general contractor, right? Uh -huh. And uh, it was either feast or famine. But yeah, the money, when it would come in, it'd come in fast. Fast, man. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you ain't, you ain't counting it. So <laughs> after, yeah, after you get past that, you got that out of your system, you're continuing to stack paper, things are starting to go better for you. Uh -huh. so, and, and you're not, you know, you don't, you might not consider yourself a guru, right? But you're, you're a teacher, you're a leader, you're killing it, you're crushing it. So how do we go now from getting really, really good at real estate to building a community, you know, starting the alliance, you know, high level yeah. sales training. Like, so how did you put all this together? So how that worked was um, going back one more time, all the realty deals. And I, I got bored of realty. Right. And then I got bored of realty. I don't know if you're from San Antonio, Anthony. Yeah. Um, and then I got awarded from the mayor from, you know, being one of the top 100 realtors. And uh, then my mindset is like, man, realty is cool. Now I'm saving the money after I blew the money. I started saving, got wise. And I was like, man, I want to start flipping houses. So I told Charles, man, let's start flipping houses. And that's actually where we started first, man. We started flipping houses before wholesaling. I know most people do it the other way around, where it's wholesaling, and then they start flipping. But we we're, mind you, this was like 10 years ago. So wholesaling wasn't a big trend 10 years ago, you know? Um, and then we were flipping houses. We had four or five. We were using all of our own money. And then another deal came in, right? And I was like, man, Charles, that's actually a good deal. Thing is, we were leveraged with our money. And... Um, but it was such a good deal. I was like, hey, let's try out this wholesaling thing, man. Let's see what everyone's talking about. So we got the deal on the contract. We sold it. And it was uh, like 10 grand. And I was like, man, our first deal, man, we didn't have a hammer. We're not dealing with uh, general contractors, Home Depot, time, budget. And it was a quick, you know, 10 grand. I was like, cool. But we were still sticking to flipping. And then another deal came. And then another deal came. And then that's when the wholesale money was coming in. And they eventually went from flipping houses and now, all right, let's focus more on wholesome. And that's where it kind of start off, man, from me and Charles to a small team to a bigger team to where we are today of HBHS, which is such, I mean, you've been to our office, Anthony, such a large team and doing lots of deals. And uh, now we just want to share and give back. And that's why we partner up with HiveMind, right? Because we want to share what they do. Uh, we have the alliance and we partner up with other individuals. Now that we've done the wholesale deals, we've got the money. And if you guys don't know, Charles and I have done over a thousand wholesale deals, over hundreds of flips, over hundreds of sub twos. We have rentals all over Texas, Airbnbs. Uh, we have 429 doors, multifamily as a passive investor. So it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Over 400 doors you guys have. Yeah, as a passive investor. Yeah, so on the uh, apartments. So we have an apartment complex down in the valley and another one in Fort Worth. Um, Charles and I uh, teamed up with uh, some sponsors, came and put the money together, and that's, that's that part. What we like to focus more on is the owner financing part. So I think when you met us, Anthony, we were really heavily on sub twos and owner financing. 
Yeah, yeah. I saw you speak on stage. I think it was Quentin's first event, mm -hmm. and uh, immediately, man, I mean, see, I see two Mexicans up on stage, killing right. the game. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, who are these guys? For me, dude, like coming as from a general contractor, never even been, never been to a title company, never been around real estate. Right. And I see you guys on stage, and like immediately, my the light bulb came on. So uh, yeah, that's that's when I went over to the office. I'm like, I gotta talk to these guys. If nothing else, I gotta see what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. So that's where we're at now. And man, we love doing what we do. We wholesale. We have the RIA, which you're, where you guys are part of. We love that you guys are sponsoring. We love to put you guys on and vice versa. Um, and I'm here, man. And that's that's what we do. Now, everything we do from the wholesaling, the flips, the rentals, Airbnbs, my number one thing personally is going to be sub-twos, man. Sub-twos all day, every day. Whenever I'm talking to someone, man, I'm trying to find a sub-two deal. When I'm talking to wholesalers, realtors, for me, that's just my, my bread and butter. That's my cup of tea. That's what excites me, man, sub-twos. That's what I, what stood out to me on stage is, uh, uh -huh. of course, you hear everybody. There's a lot of cool people in that room. Corey Thompson mm -hmm. was there, and Pablo, and uh, Aaron. Right. But, uh, yeah, like I said, you guys. That's what that's what really intrigued me, and I didn't even know if that's what y'all specialized in. But that's like the one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about before I went to the office. I'm like, that is nuts. I'm like, I've never heard anything like that in my life. It's like a completely different universe. Like even when I first heard of sub two years ago, I was like, man, why would someone do that? I don't understand why. Why would someone just give away their house uh, for whatever reason, man? But we. I feel like we perfected our craft when it comes to sub twos. Um, I like to tell people when I meet with the seller to do subject twos, by the time I'm done with my pitch or my presentation, the sellers have no questions because I already know what all questions are going to ask. So I put it in my presentation. That way, when we get the time to sign a contract, they're comfortable with us. They're confident. They know who we are. They know what the game plan is. Um, and it's just working on your craft, man. No, you guys are absolutely killing it, man. I'll tell you, I, I follow a lot of the uh, creative finance guys on, on mm -hmm. YouTube. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed, right? Like a, like a scientist in my field. Right. Um, but the stuff that I hear you and Charles talk about, for whatever reason, I've never heard anybody else talk about before. It's like a little different. Yeah. It's a little different. Secret black lab, you know, when nobody's, nobody's paying attention over here. So, that's what uh, it is, man. And that's what it is. I think that's what it is, too. I definitely understand what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, man, just. You know, after 10 years, whether it's social media, whether you're on there live or not, you know, maybe I don't do too many live podcasts like I should be doing. But, man, creative financing. Charles, I will tell you this. Charles and I, along with HBHS, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for creative financing. Charles and I, we really set ourselves up for success uh, building a portfolio using subject to deals. And that's kind of what um, cash flows our business and other opportunities that we're doing, putting our foot in the door with the multifamily and having houses all over Texas, man. Insane, dude. Okay, yeah. So I think I'm headed where you're headed. I've, I've only been specializing in farm and ranch for over three years, so I've just done I know, land, man. land. Yeah, but you do a lot, man. From what I hear, you do a lot, and I know some of my guys call you for some of our land deals, man. So the land, I'd be honest, man. That's that whole dirt and land deals. Never really my cup of tea. Not that we don't, you know, do it. It's just, but not like how you guys do, it, man. You guys really specialize. And well, how about we talk about, you know, it's just now it's we're on this together. What all do you do with the farm and land? You know, what are you what are you looking for? You're wholesaling. You're I heard you guys are like pretty much all over. Yeah, so now I'm starting to do everything, man. So I've been covering the whole state of Texas for about uh, three years. Uh -huh. And uh, just now, within like the last couple of months, we ventured out beyond into uh, Florida. And then we just opened up like 45 states. So, so are you wholesaling most of them or all of them? A, a lot of it is wholesaling, yeah. right? Uh, if we can find it cheap enough. But uh, of course, along the way, and the more you learn, a lot of this stuff should not have been wholesale, right? We should have took it right. down. We should have spent yeah. some more time. Yeah. It is what it is, man. You learn, you learn. But I mean, no, like here in San Antonio, the market is crazy. In the last year, values of everything really went up, man, from 
Alamo Ranch to the Dominions, man. If you look at the uh, the comps and the Dominions, which is for you guys not in uh, San Antonio, the Dominions is one of the affluent parts of uh, San Antonio. If you look at the comps from a year, a year and a half ago in Dominions to where that now, it really skyrocketed, man. So being in land, I'm sure it's the same thing. You have more experience than I would when you or doing the land. Um, that's one thing they're not gonna they're not gonna make more of. You know, they're not gonna make more land. I love it, man. I'll tell you, I, I'd seen this, the prices in San Antonio have probably two to three X since I yeah. started for three years. And I, I like to feel personally responsible for that, to be honest. <laughs> no, thank you, honest, sir. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, we're just looking at that. Uh, we just re recently, we're about to complete our first subdivide. So we bought 108 acres and we chopped it down. To How many acres? acres? Yeah. How many so, acres? Yeah, 108. You bought 108 acres? Where, where's that at? Uh, it's off of Jet Road over on the south side by 1604 by Applewhite by Toyota. Look at you, man. Good for you, man. Yeah. And then uh, right now we sent out a contract this morning for 100 acres. Um, so we're hoping to close on that one, too. We got a we got a verbal agreement, but we're just still praying today. And, 100 acres, uh, 108 acres, man. You do big boy deals, man. That's what that's what we're shooting for, man. We're shooting for bigger ones. I have a thousand acres under contract. I was supposed to walk 6,600 acres this week and it went under contract before I could even see it. So. Mm. We're just, just we're, we're heading in the right direction. That's good, but what do you do with the thousand acres? Um, that one right there, I'm either gonna of course start out with the wholesale, but if not, then I'll, I'll probably do a subdivide, like maybe 100, 200 acre tracks. Yeah, yeah, that's good for you, man. How, how did you even get into the land? Like, what made you go into the land versus usually when everyone starts off, man, they want to do traditional single family homes? What made you go into the land? So funny, man, it was a complete accident. So, I came in here, right? I'm a, I'm a licensed home builder, I'm a licensed general contractor. Um, I have a, a commercial roofing business, so we would do uh, roofs on, on industrial buildings, yeah. Walmart, stuff like that. Not necessarily houses or shingles, mm -hmm. but um, this is my first year doing full-time real estate, so I completely walked away from everything else. Um, but I got a, a lady I talked to from uh, Grandview, Texas, so it was just wow. south of Fort Worth, like 45 minutes an hour south of Fort Worth. And I'm just starting out. I don't have any money to invest in the properties, but I had the money to do the marketing. I had a marketing background. And, right. Uh, she said that you know she wanted two two hundred fifty thousand for the property. So in my mind, I was looking for like a five eight thousand dollar deal, ten thousand dollar deal. Uh -huh. When she told me the price, I said, you know what, this is not even it's not a deal. You know, I don't care whatever. So we just stayed on the phone. We talked for like an hour. We're laughing and just just being friends, man. It's weird. And then in the end, she goes, yeah, in the back of the, the farm goes right up to I thirty five, and like, uh oh, all my little like alarm bells. Your spider senses I thirty five. Two fifty forty. 40 45 acres on I-35. I said, that sounds too cheap. So needless to say, I went in there and I, I walked out with 85 grand uh, on that deal. And it was so one of my first deals. The numbers? How many acres was it? 46. It was 46 acres backed up to 35. And you got it for how much? Two, ended up at 225. And you sold it? 330. And you made 85,000? That's good, man. That was your first land deal? Uh, I think that was my first land deal. Yeah. $85,000 on the wholesale land deal, man. That's good for you, man. So, yeah, yeah thank you. So then after that, I, I kind of lost focus on houses because we did flip a couple right. little yeah. homes. And yeah, so like I'm, after all it's that, those numbers, man, I bet. Yeah. So that's it. We started looking for land and uh, I noticed that it was all like rural. So it's all like farm and ranch properties, not necessarily like infill lots. I think I've ever sold one infill lot in three years. Mm -hmm. The rest has all been like acreage. And uh, of course, like I'm just starting out, um, I put these deals in front of a lot of investors that I knew nobody wanted to jump in on them. So I just figured out like, well, what can I do with this stuff? How can I make something happen with it? Because I know it's a deal. And uh, sure enough, man, I, I just stayed stuck in that niche. Uh, it seemed like it was low hanging fruit. Nobody's going after it. And as my confidence went up and my cash went up, then I started to like be ready to go after bigger deals. Because I'm like, hey, if I can do this on a 
10 acre track or right. 50 acre track, then it's the same thing if you do a thousand acres, it's the exact same play. And it usually roughly the same timelines depending on what you do with it. So, yeah. Well, that's good for you, man. Uh, man, I uh, applaud all your success, man, and, and land, man. That's just, thank you. You know, man, most people do residential real estate like we do. So, land, that's a whole different animal, man, a whole different buyers, a whole different concept of, you know, subdividing what you're doing. And it's, it's good, man. It's good. I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Uh, I remember one time I called you and told you, like, my goal is to buy a thousand acres. And you were like, dude, that's crazy. Nobody's thinking like that, you know? And, uh, yeah. I, and it, it always stuck with me. And then now, you know, that I'm looking for stuff that's 6,000, 9,000 acres, man. it's like, why stop at a thousand? Keep it going, man. Yeah. My whole state one day. I'm trying. <laughs> and then uh, I think about an island. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're pretty cheap, actually, too. Yeah, right. yeah, one. Yeah. So if I can find one for like 500 or a mil, you know, and, and throw up like some kind of like resort on it, Airbnb, like a winter circle, hive, hive mine, HBHS island. You know what I'm Headquarters. Yeah, we're, we're going to do it, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I say the only way that I'm ever going to buy one is if I start shopping for it. So yes. if I start. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes start, sense. start shopping, start looking, start talking to people. Like I said, I have a friend that owns one. It's really nice over by Belize. Um, so I'm like, I want to play that game as well. So if it's islands, ranches, whatever, I'm just, I like the land game. I think the people I'm meeting are super interesting. And then, you know, kudos to you guys, man. And I'm glad to be networking with you guys and, and learning what, what you know, like with the Alliance and all that stuff. Right. Uh, I'm starting to take some of those same sub two and creative finance principles and just install it right into land. So same I'm exact sure, thing. I'm sure it works out, man. So yeah, man, yeah. sub two is creative financing, especially with land, man, you know, just sitting there, it's not really cash flowing like it is with the uh, residential. So I'm sure you have more, a lot more opportunities to make good money. Yeah, Getting they're nice, man. So, dude, so let's let's cut right into that, right? Because somebody's yeah. watching this right now, and they're like, "Hey, what the heck is sub?" They keep saying sub. What? What are they saying? Yeah, so, okay. uh, can you, uh, like I said, man, I think you're one of the best in the game at this. Uh, you and Charles, that, so can you kind of give us some some sub two game and teach us how to get some free houses. Right, right, man. So let's get into it. So the word we're saying is sub two, which is short for subject to, uh, is where we purchase a property subject to. The loan staying in place, meaning, hey, seller, I'll buy your house, but the loan has to stay in place. Also, meaning, in a nutshell, we're going to take over your payments, right? Now, when I first heard about this, like, why would someone allow another individual to keep their house and have the loan stay in their name? It's a lot of risk for the seller, right? It's a lot of risk for the seller. Um, and I really feel like we perfected our craft and we were finding the right individuals. Um, and now, where we're at now from 10 years ago, it's a big difference. Now we know what to look for. We know who the targeted sellers are. We know who the targeted buyers are. We know how to look for them. We know how to vet for them. And at this point, man, we actually buy houses all over Texas, sight unseen, because to me, it's such a good deal. It's such a good value of the subject, too. I think if you want to build a portfolio, which most people will sure want to, um, if not, no worries. But if you want to build a portfolio, the easiest, fastest way to build a portfolio is subject to, right? Finding a house where the seller needs to sell the house but can't sell the house. We'll say that one more time. Seller needs to sell a house, but they can't sell the house for whatever reason. Typical reason is um, there's little to no equity, right? So a lot of wholesalers are watching the IG and, and uh, Hive. A lot of wholesalers are watching. And a lot of wholesalers, when they first start, they're thinking about a wholesale fee, which is what you're supposed to do, right? You want to put in some work. You want to find some deals. You want to help out a seller. You want to get that property, give it to a buyer, and make a wholesale fee. So with that being said, a lot of wholesalers look for deals that have high equity. Right. And when you put in a list, right, using the hive mind, when you put in the list and you pull in records, you know, absentee owner, uh, tired landlord, high equity. They own the property for more than 10, 15 years. Right. To find those type of deals where Charles and I, when we we're doing this back in the day, door knocking, 
right? When we go knock on a door, a lot of wholesalers, a lot of investors, a lot of flippers were knocking on the same doors because we were all knocking on a door that was getting foreclosed, but they owned the house for like five to 10 years, right? Yeah. They owned the house for 10 years. There's a spread. Their balance is pretty low. In 10 years from what they bought it for, the value is higher. So, man, we're thinking, man, everyone's targeting these deals. And then we learned about sub two. It's like, well, if everyone's targeting the high equity, let's target the low equity, man. Let's target the foreclosures who bought the house less than a year ago, right? Let's target those guys. Let's target individuals who husband and wife bought the house together using husband and wife income. And if they're going to get divorced, right, who's going to own the house? Because the wife can't afford it alone. The husband can't afford it alone. They're mad at each other. Hey, you're not going to keep the house and get uh, cash flow. Neither are you. So now we specialize our way of finding these type of buyer, uh, sellers to get that subject to. We want to find them who need us, who want us, who want our services. And it's such crazy to hear, man, because to me and you and everyone watching, if someone were to give you a house, man, you're ecstatic because I got the house. <laughs> and I'd be honest with you guys, complete honesty, Charles and I over the years have, got a lot, have gotten a lot of free houses in a way, right, by taking over the Zip2. The part that's crazy to me is when we're closing on the closing table, the sellers are crying because they're so happy that they found us or we found them and we're providing the service to them. Once I saw that a few times, I was like, man, sub twos are out there. You just got to find them. Man. Okay. So this is, this is amazing to me. Like I said, and this is when right. I saw you on stage, I was like, what the heck did this guy just say? So let me recap real quick. And then uh, maybe we'll just go a little bit deeper. Um, I, I know uh, if you guys want to become an expert at this, then uh, HBHS has uh, something they call the Alliance. It's their private mm -hmm. mastermind. So if you want to learn the game, if you want to learn how to get free houses, and then uh, with the hive mind, you can kind of blend the two together and take a look at picking up some free ranches. Uh, yeah, check out the Alliance, because once you learn that game, then you can do anything with that knowledge and that information, whether it's apartments or land or whatever. So uh, how can somebody join the Alliance? And then also, why in the heck would somebody give you a free house? I mean, I said so there's different situations that would, you know, where, where it might seem appropriate, but then how is this, how are the people protected? Like, how do you come in and, and uh, what do you say to these people? Right. So let's go, let's go over a few examples, right? I like to use this example because this is one of the earliest ones we have. When I mean earliest ones we have is a lady bought a house, right? She uh, went through Wells Fargo and did her application, got the house. Uh, she bought it, closed with the realtor, went to the title company. She now owns the house. Mm -hmm. Three months into it, she wanted to sell. That's the earliest thing we're talking about. Why, right? Why would someone <laughs> want to sell a house after she just bought it three months ago? The reason she wanted to sell is because she got another job opportunity in a different state. Mm -hmm. The thing is with her, she had a hard time uh, getting the concept of getting it sold because one, she used a VA loan, and if you guys know about VA loans, it's a zero down loan, right? So she bought the house for 150. She puts zero down, and if you get a payoff, it's now 152 because you got the fees and all the other stuff that added secure, uh, that the um, uh, Wells Fargo asked for, right? Mm -hmm. So she bought a house for 150, and the payoff is 152. She did not want to be a landlord because she was going to be a landlord. Uh, one, she was out of state, and she don't want to be an out of state landlord. Two, I asked her, well, why don't you use the property management company? She didn't want to be responsible for paying a property management 10%, which is a normal fee, right? And on top of the 10%, what if the tenants don't make the payment? Right? If the tenants don't make the payment, she's still responsible for that payment. So she didn't want to do that either. Um, so she just wanted out. So after three months, we said, hey, we have a solution. We'll buy the house and it'll be a subject too. The thing with that is 
I like to say this. I like to say this story because there was a wholesaler involved. Mm -hmm. The wholesaler was actually um, Maverick. If you guys know Maverick, Miguel. Yeah, yeah. Maverick, yeah, it was Maverick's deal, right? So Maverick found the deal. Um, so the crazy part is because she bought it three months ago, her house is her own comp, right? So when you look up comps, <laughs> two bathroom, her house is the comp, right? So wow. in three months, she bought it for 150. Three months, you're running comps, it's still worth 150. Her payoff's 152. So that's already two grand above what we're asking for. Mm -hmm. um, she wanted two grand, right? So that's $4,000, right? And then we paid Miguel a wholesale fee. It was hard to pay a wholesale fee because, mind you, we're already upside down. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we had to pay Allison, who closes all our, our transactions. So I like to say we bought a $150,000 house for $158,000. And people trip out, like, why would you? What do you mean? Hold on, let me get this straight. You bought a house that's worth $150 for $158. Now, I know a lot of people won't do that because it doesn't make sense to them. But for us, it does make sense because I don't see that I'm buying a $150,000 house for $158. What I see is another property in the portfolio. The house cashes now, cash flows is about $200 a month. And that was probably about three, four years ago. Now we talked about the San Antonio market, man. So now when we bought it a few years ago, we bought it at 150. It's been four years. I would say we're probably somewhere around 142-ish on our balance, maybe 140. But that house now is worth almost 200 grand. <laughs> so now in four years, we made $60,000 while collecting cash flow. And the price just keeps going up, man. The longer we hold it, the more for us. The seller was ecstatic that she found someone to take over the payments after showing on it for three months. Dang, dude. Okay, that's insane, man. Uh, I don't know if people grasp that, right? You hear it, you hear about it, but I don't. If people aren't acting on it, like the first time I heard it, like alarm bells. Uh, and I guess that's why too, like a lot of on on Pace's commercial, that's what he says, like revive your dead wholesale deals because we go in as a wholesaler, yeah. we offer some uh, insultingly low number. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the seller gets pissed and they hang up on you. Mm -hmm. uh, but you guys came in here and you overpaid for the house. Overpaid. One, yeah. if we can make something happen, we can make something happen. Right. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's a two way street. We're benefited because we have a property. Right. Mm -hmm. But the sellers also benefited. Uh, Maverick also benefited. Right. The tenants that we put in place, they also benefited. So it's just a, for us, man, it's just. It's our part, man, doing this real estate community. Right? Our job as a real estate investor is to help out sellers into a situation. If we can help out a seller and they can see the picture like we can see the picture and we can make a benefit out of it, a profit, it's just a two-way street, man. But, yeah, so we definitely overpaid, man. Do we do that a lot? No, we don't do that a lot. But it happens every so often. Um, and no wholesaler. And I like to mention Maverick, man, because Maverick uh, got a wholesale fee. So everyone who's wholesaling, don't just look for the high equity ugly dirty stinky houses that hey a flipper can flip this house look for the nice ones too you know have another tool in your toolbox understand that hey if there's an opportunity here i might not be the expert but i know who to call i know i can call uh, mike and charles or anyone on the hps team i know i can go to the hive mind group and say who's interested in sub two that may have more experience and earn yourself a whole selfie right if you're providing value get paid for your value i was, I was going to mention that too i think Something that a lot of people don't think about is they say, man, well, you guys are buying all this property for super cheap. But I think it's very honorable what we do, man. Like we, we do come into a situation where it's either the bank's going to take it back. The mortgage company's going to take it back. There's an attorney trying to sue them, a family member mm -hmm. trying to sue them. And then we come in here with our HBHS cape and we freaking come in right. here and say, hey, we ain't going to let this happen to grandma. You know, you're I'm not going to. My, my record list from Hive Mind and we do our business, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's um, we, we did. Also, the sub twos, man. A lot of people will know this, or some people don't. Man, my actual my personal house is a subject to. Uh, my personal house was a subject to that a um, a wholesaler also found for me. Uh, if you guys might know him, his name is Michael Ironi. You know, Anthony. You know? Michael Ironi's here in San Antonio. Uh, he special not specialized, but he was doing a lot of sub twos back in the day. Um, and he called me, saying, "Man, I had the sub two, uh, and I live over by Animal Ranch, um, Anthony Ward. That's six and four, far west." Yeah. Now the guy, the story with him is, and man, it's just so many stories, man. I, I like to remember all the sub two deals and all the stories and how many how it really impacts people. This yeah. one, the guy was a truck driver, and he got into an accident in his eighteen wheeler because he got into an accident with his eighteen wheeler. The paycheck stopped coming in because the paycheck stopped coming in. He didn't make the mortgage payments, right? So by the time I found him, he was getting foreclosed in two weeks. Um, his payment to catch up or to what we call the reinstatement, a reinstatement meaning, hey, this is a certified letter from the uh, foreclosing attorney saying, if you want to reinstate this loan, if you want to take this loan out of foreclosure, these are the terms, which is the seller owes this much. You got to, uh, here's the breakdown of the itemized, how much he owes. You got to send it to this account, either wire the funds to this account or you send a cashier check to the attorney. Once you do that, they will pull the house from foreclosure, right? So his reinstatement was about twenty-two thousand, um, and he was already in the mindset of I lost the house. Got he it. was already packing. And by the time I went to go look at it, the house was pretty much ninety percent uh, vacant. It just had some small boxes here and there. So when I talked to him, I said, "Hey, man, don't lose the house. Don't get foreclosed on. Don't get bad credit in your name, right? The foreclosure stays on your record for seven years. Not only not only does it affect your real estate, but you're gonna get a low credit score, right? And that affects stuff like insurance for your car right that affects when you're going to move into your next apartment you're going to have to put a security security deposit because you have bad credit and a lot that goes with it then just hey don't get a foreclosure right explain yeah. to the seller the benefits of a subject too on how they're going to benefit because that's what we want to do so with that being said i close on the house i paid the 20 grand to reinstate the loan i put some money into his pocket i paid his first month security deposit on his rental and now he's happy and he calls me once every year um Pretty much on the anniversary, he calls it once every year. Hey, how's everything going? Mike, you don't know how much this meant to me on what you did. Uh, and now he's ready to buy another house. And that's a good thing with the sub two. We can lead into the second question. Is if I sub to a house from a seller, let's just say it's Anthony's. Anthony has a loan with Wells Fargo and I sub to his house. Can Anthony buy another house? The answer is yes, he can. Wow. He can buy another house even though he has debt in his name. I didn't even know that. You didn't even know, right? So a lot of people don't know that. It's like, nah, man, sub two is because of this. No, Charles and I, we've helped previous sellers, and we still currently have their house. We got them pre-approved, and they bought another house. So now they have two mortgages on the road. Of course, we can go all into it. Uh, we definitely break it all down in the alliance. So if you guys want to join the alliance, we definitely break down, especially when it's uh, my turn to talk on the alliance. I love talking about subject twos. Dude, yeah. So I want to talk about the alliance now. Uh, you guys have created a community where people can come in here. They can uh, take all the information that you and Charles know, and then they can uh, – upload that into their own brain so they can mm -hmm. or download anyway and they can take that to the to their their business they can do whatever right. they want with that knowledge um so let's talk about the alliance man what is it when is it what, what do you get when you sign up for the alliance you know how does everything work sure no i appreciate you asking man so the alliance is charles and i had a vision where we want to align ourselves with other people who are interested in becoming a real estate investor whether you're new or whether you're seasoned right and we call it the Alliance. What the Alliance is, is a private real estate investment community um, hosted by Charles and myself, 
along with the people in the HPHS. So we couldn't do nothing without those guys. Um, and we're all one, right? So the way we treat our guys here at the office is nobody works for us. They work with us, right? And we're taking that concept to the Alliance. You know, if you join the Alliance, you have access to myself. You have access to Charles, where I've been doing this for 10 years. Charles has been doing this about 15 years. All the experience we have with a thousand wholesales, the hundreds of flips, the hundreds of sub twos, the properties all over Texas, the multifamily, right? Dabbling in land, not like Anthony, right? But dabbling in land and getting that ball going. And we want to share that information with you guys. Um, so it's 24 7 access, right? Um, questions will be answered, right? Now, of course, you can call it at two, two, three in the morning. Eventually, you'll, you'll get your, your question answered. But we also meet every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Center time. Uh, we launched this, I want to say, maybe, I don't know, maybe two months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we already have over 100 members. Um, I know they're excited, man. They love it because we have access to our contracts, our disclosures, our subject twos. Uh, we answer not only wholesaling. We talk about how to wholescale your wholesaling business. Mm-hmm. Right? We talk about subject twos for sure, creative financing. Um, you'll get an hour or so every Wednesday with myself or Charles or a special guest. Um, and it's just a lot, man. It's just a private community. It's cheap, in my opinion. It's only 100 bucks a month. I feel like there's so much value just for $100 a month. If you guys are interested, you guys watching on Facebook or Instagram, um, you can go to the link in my bio and then you have access to the, the Alliance if you're interested. Yeah, man. So I want to mention that uh, it's only $99, right? So if you're in real estate, if you're planning on being in real estate and in mm-hmm. business and anything, you take your real estate cash and then you can push any business that you want to, right? So I, I think everybody should be in real estate. Um, the hardest thing for you to do is, is to... Uh, get experience, right? Getting your first deals. And then by the time you do get good at lead generation, now you come across these complex problems that do take like a senior uh, position, you know, Ryan McDonald and and Logan, they've been in my corner since my first deal. And uh, I have to have somebody I have to reach out to at all times to make sure that I have the correct information in front of me. So what Mike and Charles are offering you is like Pace Morby level. And and like I said, I've heard these guys say stuff that I've never heard Pace. And again, I love Pace death. Right. You guys talk about stuff that I never heard him talk about. So I don't know if his is behind the paywall. I have no clue. Uh, I'd be happy to chat with him about that. And, but what you guys are offering for 99 freaking dollars is an absolute steal. It's crazy, right? man. The yeah. way that I see it is if somebody's not going to pay, if they're not willing to pay you guys $3 a day, then. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it, man. $3 a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot of value. Not only do you get value for myself and Charles, but. You get value for other like-minded individuals, right? Yeah. Everyone who's in there, they're paying a hundred bucks, which is nothing. But those are the people who are really learning doing real estate, right? And in the Alliance, man, we have people from Alaska all the way down to Florida. And it's crazy. You were there this last month's uh, RIA meeting. We actually had the individuals from Alaska. They flew down because they see so much value. And not only in the Alliance, they just flew down just for the RIA and it went back to Alaska. So it's it's a lot, man. If it, that shows how much uh, value there is for someone just to fly down. From Alaska, attend Aria, and then go back to Alaska. So that's sure, you know, a lot of those guys came from Alabama over there with Simmons. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So you guys have, I mean, people are coming from all over the country to come see what you guys know, and you're offering all of that information for a hundred bucks with the Alliance. Right. Man. Yeah, don't travel, man. yeah, don't travel, man. Yeah, don't travel. It's the Alliance. But if you do travel, Bombers would love to have you. Yeah, that's amazing, man. What you guys are doing, and I couldn't believe how how uh, cheap you rolled it out. I actually, I, I think who does it talk to? I think I talked to Charles the first time. Uh-huh. I was like, man, you guys got to charge more, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we should charge more, to be honest with you. We should charge more. But free, simple, cheap, man, you know, we just want to help out, man. You know, we really just yeah. want to help out. After 10 years, 15 years, Charles doing this, you know, there's a lot of experience, should I say. And, you know, if I can share it with you guys, man, let's share it. 
Uh, but I want to make sure you guys uh, have something of value too, right? So some skin in the game. You know, it's hard, man. Back in the day, man, I'm so, I was so not easy going, right? I would just share it with anybody and everybody, but it's just time consuming, right? And the one thing I hate doing is sharing value with somebody, uh, spending time with somebody because time is money, and they do nothing with it, right? And then they change their field and they start selling cars or do something different. I was like, man, I spent hours with that guy. So we just want to make sure that the it's a two-way road, right? I like the trade-off, man. I, I do like the trade-off. And even if it's a, it's a minimal paywall, like I said, uh, what, what the value you're going to get. But also people don't value something they're not paying for. So exactly. if you guys have a free yeah. exactly. alliance, then people will come and go and they'll dabble. But if, if they're seeing that credit card charge on their month, it makes you want to engage. They want to engage. Right? They want to get their values worth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 100% yeah. correct. No, I love that, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be working with you guys and like anything that we could do to help you or support you guys. Like we're here for anything. I, I told Charles, I said, we're, we're a lifetime sponsor now uh, with the Hive Mind. So, yeah, we want to make sure that people understand what the alliance is. They know about it. They know what you guys are doing. So I think we're going to be doing these lives a lot more often. Um, I think revisit this. Right. So I think in the beginning we're going to do uh, intro level stuff, like just kind of sure. general. But yeah, then later on, we can get into some meat and potatoes on, uh, when we continue to have these conversations. But, yeah, I encourage everybody to, to go go by HBH. Are people welcome to go by the office? Yeah, yeah, by all means. You know, just, I mean, ideally, if you can set up an appointment because uh, it's kind of hard when people just walk yeah. in. You know? But if you can set up yeah. an appointment, come on in. man. We'd love to have you uh, come on in, check it out, see what we're doing, see the floor, uh, see how we're making the calls. Uh, like I said earlier, man, we actually make a million calls a month. We're making <laughs> it's crazy, we're, but with, with the amount of people we have, and of course the dialers, yeah, we make a million calls a month. Now, of course, not everybody answers, right? Yeah, that's a lot of screw use. That's a lot of f offs. But eventually, we do help people, and um, we're kind of what averaging like thirty contracts a month or so, 30, 35. And we have that's significant, bro. Feel like we have about 50, 50, 60 contracts in escrow. Jeez, we're just doing deals, man. Wholesale, wholesale, wholesale. I've seen that the people in your network and in your group, I've seen a lot of them come up like when they first started and then they grow, uh -huh. grow, 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 and then they explode. So we know you guys are over there manufacturing some killers, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm glad to be uh, networking with you guys and working with you. So uh, yeah, man, look forward to doing this again. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, very first one of many, man. But for the next one, man, we'll definitely start dropping more secrets, more sauce, and how they can uh, incorporate a hive mind. Because without hive mind, man, it's hard to do what we do. We especially we get a lot of deals using that SMS platform that you guys have. We get a lot of deals, man, on that SMS platform. Insane, man. Let's run it, dude. So if somebody has a, a sub two deal, all they gotta do is just uh look you up on Facebook and send you an address or how do they how does it work? Man. So ideally, if someone actually has a sub two deal and you think you have someone on the hook, I always tell them a few things, right? Every new wholesaler I talk to and every realtor I talk to, when you have a deal that has little to no equity, sub two is an option, right? I would likely I would like to say. Do a soft pitch, right? You don't have to explain the whole sub two, but yeah. if the seller is somewhat interested, then by all means, give myself a call or anyone on the HPHS team, and we'll try to close the deal. Does that make sense? Um, if you want to go above and beyond, if you can give me a most current mortgage statement, the most current mortgage statement is about 85% of what I need. It shows me who's on the loan, shows me what's the interest rate, shows me how much they're behind, it shows me the principal balance, it shows me what type of loan it is, um, it shows me the escrow information. So it's a lot of information. It shows me who the lender is. And that's important. Like, why do we want to know who the lender is? If it's a specific lender, we're going to do a specific exit strategy. That's how detailed we got into this stuff, man, because of there's so much that goes into it, the do on sale. And we'll talk more about it next time. Mm -hmm. But that uh, current mortgage statement gets me about 85% whatever I need. So if you're not comfortable with because you haven't done it before, we'll, dirt, we'll work it together, right? So we'll learn and earn at the same time. And we'll close this up to a deal with you guys and we'll pay a wholesale fee. Learn as you earn. I love that model. Yeah, don't just give it away, man. 
Don't just tell someone, hey, here's the deal. You know, I would like to get paid a wholesale fee. Learn and earn at the same time. And if I'm if it's one of if you guys are gonna do a deal with me, I will have them, whoever the wholesaler is, I'll have them be the face of the deal, right? Hey, this this is what I need, this is why I need it. Now you go tell the seller why I need it, why uh, and you're now understanding. So when they do the next up two deal, they'll get better and better. So learn and earn at the same time, man. I think if we can step back for one second just on that sure. and then we'll get out of here. Uh, I think if so if somebody's brand new, they don't know what to do, all they gotta do is get the seller warmed up. Give, what should they stay away from saying? Because I feel like if you say take over the mortgage, there's probably yeah. a couple of phrases you don't want to use. So stay away from saying like, hey, we're going to take over payments or hey, give us a house, right? Say, hey, we buy houses with cash, but unfortunately, because you have a high balance, it doesn't make sense for us to buy this cash. I do have a solution. If you're open to it, I would like to talk to you about it. I would like to take over the financial responsibilities of your property. That way you can put this behind you. So something you're interested in? Well, what do you mean? Well, if they're asking, what do you mean? they already somewhat interested, right? So you feel like you got someone warm, stop it there, right? Don't say nothing crazy. Don't guarantee stuff, right? Don't guarantee stuff. They'll say, this is how we do it. Um, if they start asking questions that you don't know what it is, for example, um, some of the questions that we get asked all the time is, Anthony, you want to sub to my house, bro? Okay, I can. I guess I see it. But Anthony, you're making the payments, right? And Anthony's going to say yes. And if I'm the seller and I ask you this question, what are you going to say? Well, Anthony, if you're making the payments on my loan, it's going to affect my credit score, correct? You're going to say yes. Well, Anthony, well, what happens if you die? And that's like, uh, that's a good question, you know? So stuff like that, you know, don't get don't get trapped into that question of what, what happens if you die? You know, what happens if I die? Can I buy another house? You know, how long will the loan stay in my name? You know, is it safe? You know, is this legit? I want to say don't go too much into the details. If you can have, have someone warm enough and you feel like it's a sub two deal, Give us a shot. We're working together. Let's do a conference call so you can hear our conversation. That's what I mean by learn and earn at the same time. Learn as you earn. So, yeah. So before you, anybody would just, you know, jump up and call Mike because he's a very, very busy man, as you can tell. Uh, do some work. Do some legwork. Do some homework. Get some documentation from the people. Get a commitment maybe. If they send you their mortgage statement, there's a pretty good chance that they're ready to do the dance. So, uh, yeah, just make sure. Another note is if you're trying to do it on your own and you know they're interested, and you said something and you messed up um, and they lost the trust in you, just hand over the lead and we'll do a cold call on our end and we'll still work it together. Boom, man. I love receiving a warm lead from a seller because if you bring me in at the negotiation stage, mm -hmm. I can do so much more than by the time you bring me this, you know, pigeonhole deal. You know, now it's getting real weird and narrow. Well, you said something that you should. Yeah. So I think that's the hive model, too is uh learn as you go but do some of the front end leg work first yeah. bring us bring us some stuff that we could work on that's actually real before, do a little bit of homework on your end before you just right. bombard right. it, try to extract more of your time right exactly you do the work man you know hey mike i got this lead you know i presented sub to someone they're interested by the way they're behind on their uh mortgage they owe about 18 grand the seller would like to walk away with three grand here's the detail here's the sellers i also ran comps so that's a good deal for somebody versus hey mike i think they want to sell <laughs> what did you say? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh, the comments? Uh, you know I mean? So yeah, do the work, man. Do the work. You know, set it up for success. Not only do the work for us, but do the work for yourself. You know, learn, like you said, learn, learn your craft. Do more. Think outside the box. Become creative financing. If you don't understand it, get with somebody, right? Like myself, I would love to get another sub two deal. Like a wholesaler who's watching this, if you haven't done one, you would love to done one. So you would like to do one so we can learn and earn, right? <laughs> Boom. That's where the magic happens. But other than that, man, yeah, we can, uh, I guess, when are we meeting again? Two weeks, probably? 
I think we're doing bi-weekly for now, but I think Charles wants to step the frequency way, way up. So uh, we'll talk to Frank and Charles and see what the heck, and then you give the yeah. snap approval. Okay, yeah, let's do that, man. But no, man, before we sign off, man, Anthony, one more time, bro. I really love High Mind. I love everything you guys do. You guys came a long way fast. You guys came a long way real fast, man. The High Mind culture is crazy. Um, you know, whenever someone talks about High Mind and they're in the High Mind group like it should be, everyone gets excited, man. It's just a great platform. Um, from myself being here and one of the owners at HPHS, Again, man, we get a lot of deals using the SMS platform. Man. So I appreciate you guys. Blessed to be working with you, man. And I, I can see big things for, for our future and for our community and the people that are you know trusting us with their time and energy. I think it's only going to lead to more and more good stuff, man. But I couldn't have done it without you and Charles, you know, like I said, taking me in before I even got my first deal and, and put me on game. So I good old days, that. man. Those are good old days. I appreciate that forever, dude. Never yeah. forget it. Is that, did you ever do that Carlot deal? That was you, right? I still own it. Yeah. yeah, I know you do. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Carlisle. I remember when you called me and said, "Yeah, man." I was like, "Oh, that'd be cool if you did this." That's cool for you, man. Yeah, I remember. we talked about that late one. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and you did give me, you ran me down a bunch of different scenarios, but yeah, so yeah. What I did, like, it traded a sub two house for a commercial property. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> That's a, that deserves its own podcast in itself one day, man. Dude, and then Amazon drops a building like two miles away from me. <laughs> right. That went up, man. Good for you, man. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks for hanging out here, dude. Of Love course, you guys. I'm sure we'll see you again very soon. Yep. And always remember, man, always, always remember, whatever you do, turn up the hustle. Turn up the hustle all the way up. All right, brother. All right, buddy. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact The List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.the number one listguys.com.